Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Lady Bird. I watched the second half of Lady Bird. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Oscar month! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second week of Oscar month on the other half. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Where we're going through the best picture nominations, the ones that we haven't seen yet. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about them. Yeah, we're know? talking about a lot, you know, a lot of different, uh, a lot of different eras, you know, modern World War Two, World War Two, maybe again. Uh huh. And, and then, 2002 In 2002. Yeah. 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 Is that what you thought it was? It's 2003 for you. What? Uh, there's oh, the year times. Yeah, the, there's uh, a at the beginning. It's 2002, and then there's a new year. So technically, it's funny because I didn't know that at the beginning because oh. it doesn't tell you. And then I just realized, like, why are they talking about September 11th so much? Because it just happened. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, which I'm going to bring up. Um, this movie, all of my friends love this film. Like a lot of my friends swear by it. They say it's their favorite movie of the year. And I wish I had seen it before um, the end of the year because I, I really enjoyed this film. Mm -hmm. I really liked it a lot, and I, 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 I'm not sure. I'm, I'm curious to see your thoughts because I liked it because it's very relatable to me. Oh, I was gonna say, it, it, yes, I wouldn't say if it's super relatable mm. because my experience was probably a little bit different mm -hmm. coming age experience, but it was very realistic feeling, very real feeling, very yeah. honest feeling. Yeah, very honest, like, like more so than like. Because it's it's easy to look at the trailer for this movie and be like, oh man, there's gonna be some mumblecore like Juno stuff where Juno, she's speaking over like way over her head like yeah, sort of thing, like a Napoleon Dynamite feel too. Yeah, like, uh, from it. But know. it's like no, it's it's very honest. It's, it's very, very grounded. It's very grounded. And it's like sure, maybe she says some things that probably you wouldn't say. But there's not a bit of theatrics. But it's like when I look back on my life as a teenager, I feel like I talked like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like but I maybe felt I like, didn't say those certain things at that time. But or I whatever. felt that way, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she just spoke out a little bit more than maybe you would or something like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah. So I mean, we should jump into the plot, but just. Start off, I really enjoyed this film, and I liked mm -hmm. it more than Darkest Hour. Wow. Yeah. Surprising. I know. I really enjoyed it. Uh, nobody had to get in a fat suit for it, either, so that's pretty no, great. No, no makeup. Not at all. Well, there's some makeup. makeup, but not, all, not, not as much makeup as, you know, that other movie. So, movie opens with a quote, because this is some hipster-ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Juno fast-talking shit. Exactly. And there's this quote from this lady named Joan uh, Didion. Joan Jett. Oh. Oh, I don't know who it is, and I feel like an idiot. Uh, I feel like I'm an old, country, old uncultured swine, uncultured but I don't know who this guy is. But the quote woman is, but this quote is, anybody who talks about California hedonism has never spent a Christmas in Sacramento. Okay. Which, which is cute. And the whole movie takes place in Sacramento. It does. So, um, movie opens with a, a mother and a daughter. And that's basically the heart of this film, mm -hmm. is Lady Bird uh, and her mother mm -hmm. uh, and their relationship. And I think this this first scene, there's there's a there's a rule in screenwriting. The first opening scene really has to set the tone and the pace for the rest of the film. And yeah. this scene was perfect. Opens with them listening. Uh, they are uh, driving. They're in a car, and um, they are listening to Grapes of Wrath on tape. It's like a book on tape. Mm -hmm. And they're like crying because it's the very end. And that's to signify how long they've been in the car. They was they were able to get through an entire. Grapes of Wrath book on tape while they were in the car. Damn, uh, they're doing a college trip. I think this means that they're looking. At all I think the I colleges. listened to like the first 
part of an audiobook of Grapes of Wrath. I got through chapter one and I was like, I can't do audiobooks. Really? Yeah. I love audiobooks. It's not audiobooks. It's just hard to, for me to pick up on like a podcast because a podcast is a conversation. You can drop in and out of conversations, but an audiobook. You also listen to your podcast at twice the speed that the normal people talk. But that's so. not that's not an issue, Mike. I don't know why you're bringing that up. You always bring that up. Anytime I bring up podcast, it's not weird. It's literally a setting on every podcast app that does it because people do that. Okay. All right. If I've you met guys at least do two that, other please. people that do that. Oh, really? Yes. Are they real people? Yes. <laughs> Okay. There are two people who do that. Okay, all right. So fine. it's a thing that people do. Okay, it's Three not that people. weird. The point is, yes, is when you listen to an audiobook, yes, which you also can put to double speed. That's true. You could. Um, you have to think about what you heard before. You know, like I know it sounds stupid, but like in a podcast, you can jump in and catch. Oh, up. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like as opposed to you a, can do that a, with a book, though. I guess a book, but like a book has so much more baggage behind it. You can't just like jump into it as much, you know? You kind of have to so. be like, remember again. So I felt like it was kind of hard for me to okay. always go back to be like, wait, where are we? Because you have to set the mood and everything. You have to set the tone of like where we are in the book. Like I haven't listened. I haven't listened to Big o- Man, if we ever get an Audible sponsor, we're going to have to make up some real bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But uh, yeah, I haven't really listened to like long format uh, uh, um Audiobooks. I think the only one I've really listened to that's long form that I enjoyed was the audiobook for uh, The Disaster Artist. And I think I only liked that because uh, Greg Sestero did a really great job of impersonating Tommy Wiseau. Oh, okay. But uh, anyway, that's not what happens in this movie. Okay. Can you even read Grapes of Wrath, though, Ethan? Like, would you enjoy reading Grapes of Wrath? Is it is it less the audiobook format and more the fact that you're not interested in the actual like content of the book? No, no, no. I think it's the audio format because it's the only audiobook I try listening to. Could you read? But could you read Grapes of Wrath? Can I read? Yes, I can read. Mike. I know Thank you, you can very read. Much. I apologize. Can you uh, read Grapes of Wrath? Like, I don't know. You... Maybe. Okay, so you haven't. Okay. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. Anyway. Listen, I, I like what I listened to. It sounded very dusty. <laughs> <laughs> it was during the Dust Bowl. Yep. That's a good one. Yep. So they're crying, and they're they're together. And so um, Lady Bird wants to put on some music or something, and the mom's like, no, let's just like sit in silence and like keep each other company. So Lady Bird, first thing out of her mouth is she's like, I want to live through something, you know. 2002 is so boring. And it's like, Lady Bird, 9-11 happened last year. Like, what do you mean live through? You lived through 9-11. What are you fucking talking about? Mm-hmm. But it's like, that is the perspective of a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, that is boring. Probably because she wasn't there. And she wants, she's a she's like a romantic. You know, she looks at life and she wants to live it to the fullest. She wants everything to be happening to her. And her mother is very different. She's like, look, you need to learn some compassion. You know, she's she's surprised and she's like, you need to be a bit more considerate. You don't don't be perfect, be a bit more considerate about other people. And so this immediately starts an argument. The argument is that Lady Bird doesn't want to go to school in California. She wants to go somewhere on the East Coast, somewhere that's, you know, romantic and emotional. But the mother's like, we can't afford that. Your brother went to Berkeley and he's he doesn't have a job. He's working at like, you know, a food place bagging, you know, groceries and stuff. And this is when we learn Lady Bird's real name. Do you know what Lady Bird's real name is? Christine. Good job. Like the killer car. And (laughs) (laughs) and so um, then the mom gets really angry because Lady Bird's not listening to her. And the mom's like, look, you should just go to City College and they get arrested and they go back to City College and maybe you'll learn something. And then Lady Bird jumps out of the car and breaks her arm. Okay. And that is the opening little, of the movie. It's pretty dramatic. Um, yeah, it's very dramatic. But that's that's Lady Bird. Yeah, she true. doesn't really think about consequences too often. She just sort of just does mm, whatever she wants to that do. Makes sense. But it's like, I I usually hate characters like this. I'm not usually a big fan of the characters that are just like 
throw you know caution to the wind. Yeah, yeah. I really liked Lady Bird. She reminded me a lot about maybe not as I don't know if she reminded me as of me when I was like a teenager, but she definitely I definitely went to school with people like her, and I was yeah. like friends with people like her. Yeah, I think that's the thing is like. Like like you said, like most of the time these characters rub me the wrong way and they're just mm. kind of annoying and like whiny. But she's like, she seems more like desperate, more yeah. so like kind of like wanting and kind of more like curious than like actually yes. like bitter. I say throw caution to the wind is kind of misleading. I, she doesn't do that because she a character a character I because okay her main goal is to go to college in a beautiful wonderful location somewhere on the east coast of liberal arts college. That's her goal, mm. and. Any other character like this that I would hate would be complaining about that, would be whining about it, but would be doing nothing to try to actually get to it. And Lady Bird is actively trying to get the goal that she wants. Yeah. She goes, she gets jobs. Um, she works hard at school. She does extracurricular activities. She fills out forms. She talks to counselors. She is doing something to get there. So it's not exactly like she's flighty and throwing the in the wind. She's yeah, yeah. actually a character that's actively trying to get what she wants. And that's why I like her. So. That's the beginning of the movie. We need to introduce you to a group of characters, my friend. Okay, let's go through these characters. Lady Bird. Yep. Lady Bird's mom, who is uh, realistic. She had a really hard life growing up. She's very strict with Lady Bird. Okay. Um, we have Lady Bird's dad, who's really cute and adorable. He's my favorite. He's my favorite. He's Did you so recognize cute. him? No. He's uh, I, I one of, familiar, but he's one of the Wet Bandits. Wet Bandits. Yeah, from Home Alone. Oh. Yeah, that's him. Wow. I know. Wow. He's the guy that uh, gets hit with an iron. Oof. Yeah. Life has not been kind. <laughs> he's, an, he's an old, old man. He's old, but he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. He's uh, so good in this movie. He's really good. I really like him in this He makes me happy. Um, I just want to hug him. Yeah, seriously. He's just he's a huggable a guy. Dad. We've also got Lady Bird's brother, Miguel. Okay. He's got piercings all over his uh, face. Okay. He went to college in Berkeley. He went back, and now he's working at a shitty convenience store. Or okay. like a, you know. Anyway, uh, we also know Miguel's girlfriend or wife. I can't really tell. Maybe fiance. Shelly. She's um, cool. She's got like big hair. Okay. That's who she is. That's who she is. She's not related at all. She's like. Okay. It was very confusing who those two people are. Yes. Understandably. Also, um, Miguel does not look related at all. Why I is think that? He's, I think he's adopted. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's not really. It, the thing is they don't go into it, but it's like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, they don't look like this is a white family. And he's like, yeah, exactly. Looks, I don't know. I think he's Mexican. His name might is Miguel. In, yeah, I think he's Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We also have uh, Julie, who is Lady Bird's best friend. She's uh, she's a little large, right? She's yeah. She's uh, yeah. That's her, and uh, she's cute. I like her a lot. Yeah. She's really. I, I like. I like everyone in this movie. Really, there's not really a character I don't like, mm. or no one that I can't. I, no one I really hate. Like then we have Danny. Danny is. Um, Oh man, this is gonna be interesting because you don't know anything about Danny, do you? Danny, Danny, never wait, heard of Danny. Let, let me go in with it. So, um, Danny's her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. Oh, what? he's got a red hair. Oh no, I've never seen this guy. No, well, you you should have seen him at some point. So, um, mom is cool. She works at a hospital. I think she's a. I, I'm not sure if she's a doctor or a nurse. I think she's a nurse. I don't know. I don't want to say she's a nurse because it, it makes it sound like, you know, old women are nurses. No, but, but I honestly thought that's what she said. Oh, okay then. Um, and she's really cool. Um, she's got a good relationship with the dad. Um, we have Jenna. Jenna is like the popular pretty girl. Hmm. Um, and she's best friends with this guy named uh -huh. Kyle. Kyle. Kyle, Kyle is 
who uh, she's lusting after in your half of the film. Yeah. She's fallen in love with Kyle. He's like too cool for school. Pretty sure he's in that movie uh, that we might watch at some point. Um, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, yeah. Okay. He looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Hmm. Uh, and so what else we got? So do, 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 Jenna's got a cool fancy car. Uh, here's the thing about this movie that's really difficult is a lot of the scenes just sort of like they're, it's not like this, the movie's all over the place, but it's not really like, it's like life, you know, like the scenes sort of just work and flow. with each Yeah. Other. It, it's the thing. It's like, if we go through, I was reading this as I was putting together my notes, mm-hmm. um, and blocking them out. Is that like each scene is just kind of a little experience that exposes a little bit more of the, yes. like, all the characters of the people. Yes. But like it, the plot wise, it doesn't move too far. It's kind of slow. This is what this is a good example of what I feel people lose when people say like, "Oh, this this plot doesn't go, or this scene in this movie doesn't progress the plot at all." But it's like you don't need that every time. Sometimes a scene can move the characters forward, exactly, or, it, or it expose reveal, more character, and it can re- yeah, it could reveal a little bit more about who mm-hmm. this character is, and that's just as important because I mean, I guess it's just to me. I feel like. Moving the characters are way more interesting than moving a plot. Oh, for me, totally. Yeah, and I, I, this movie is exactly that. Yeah. Um. So what else we got? We got Lady Bird and Julie. Oh, they're so there's they, they just feel like the best of friends. Yeah. Um. There's a really cute scene where they're eating uh like communion wafers, like their chips, because mm-hmm. uh, they go to like a Christian like it's like a Catholic school. Catholic school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're eating the wafers, and they're just talking about masturbating, like their first time masturbating. And it feels really real. Like, they're, they're just laughing at each other and how dumb they are. And so they try out for drama, and Lady Bird falls in love with this kid, Danny, who's like a drama guy, and he's like a good singer. Um, so they try out for drama. They all, dan- or they all they do like a singing audition, but Lady Bird doesn't get the part that she wants. And this part is really revealing. Lady, They look at like what, all the parts on the, 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 the board or the page or whatever, and... Um, Julie's like, her best friend is like, I don't know how you got cast. Uh, she's like, oh, I don't know how I got cast in my part, Julie says. And Lady Bird's like, yeah, me neither. So it's like, Lady Bird doesn't mind hurting people's feelings mm-hmm. when her feelings are hurt. Yeah. You know, she's she's not actively like attacking. Malicious. But malicious, but like, like she's sort of, yeah, she doesn't realize it. Yeah, exactly. So she runs into, Lady Bird runs into Danny at the store and they talk and it's really cute and awkward. Um... Then we meet the drama teacher. He's like a big black guy. Um, he Never seems really seen. sad. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to go somewhere. No, oh, he's not in the rest of the movie he's, at all. He's really, he seems really sad, deeply sad. They have these drama class exercises. And um, he, uh, he, he's like, all right, everybody, let's cry. Let's cry together. And then he starts like openly sobbing. And everyone's like, whoa, what the heck? And so that's like a reveal that there's something kind of like off about him. Not like off bad, but like off like he's deeply sad. Next scene, Ladybird uh, gives Danny uh, earlier. He said, "Oh, I really want my hair to be all curly." And so Ladybird gives Danny curlers, and he's like, "Oh, you know, we need to, you know, you need to teach me how to use this." We also learn about the math teacher. Okay, he's like a cool guy. He's a cool math teacher. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but Julie's got a big old crush on him. Okay, uh, and he's like, he's kind of like one of those teachers that are like, "Yeah, man, I'm like, uh, I'm like the cool teacher. You can talk." The guy, to an me. American Vandal who gets in trouble. Uh, not like that kind of <laughs> cool, but uh, he, oh man, yeah, I really like that character in Mantle. <laughs> Next scene, Lady Bird and Danny are at some weird ass cowboy dance thing, and uh, they're talking, and they eventually kiss each other. Danny kisses Lady Bird first, okay, and it's really cute. And Lady Bird runs home, and she's really, really happy. Nice. Uh, then she gets home, she's really happy, but her parents are really scared because 
Ladybird's dad has lost his job and they're mm-hmm. running out of money and oh. they're very, very poor. That's one of the main things to consider here is Ladybird's family, Ladybird as well, is incredibly poor. Um, and they uh they're basically going to this school full of other people who are able to like make a living and they're like the one like one of the more poor oh, families okay. okay that's the thing to take into consideration and so ladybird comes home and she's all happy but her mom is angry at ladybird because she hasn't been folding her clothes she hasn't been keeping her room together and ladybird is like upset by this because she's on the, she's you know on top of the world right now Kiss why does, boy, dude yeah like why is her mom freaking out about this and her mom's like look your dad lost his job, and there's some people out there, friends of his, that might offer him a job if his family didn't look like trash. And you look like trash because you aren't folding your clothes and keeping everything in order. And if you if, if we look like trash, he won't get hired anywhere. That's the real that's the that's the realistic part of this. And it completely kills like that joy that Ladybird just had mm. earlier. And so Lady Bird's really upset, understandably, and she's like folding her clothes and she goes, what, did you, did your mom ever freak out when, you know, you didn't fold your clothes? You know, was that ever a thing for you? You know, was she as cruel as you were? And her mother leaves the room, but right before she leaves, she says, my mother was an abusive abusive alcoholic and then leaves. And it's just like, you know, that's, I feel like that's a very real thing where you're like, no, you're being so unfair. And then you hear like, oh no, your parents' life is like way worse than yours ever was. And you think this is bad. Okay. So one other thing I wanted to bring up. It's about perspective, baby. It really is. And I I think that's what this movie gets across really well is it's really all about seeing things from another person's point of view. Yeah. Um, Another thing I want to bring up in this movie, pacing is weird. Pacing is really, really weird. Yeah, it is really weird. It's like, it's not, it takes, it goes like mile a minute. And then it stops. It takes, it takes a nice little break, and then it goes a mile a minute again. And yeah. it's those mile a minute parts that are really strange, because like. But I kind of like them though, because it gets to the point. Gets to the point real quick. Gets to that good true. juicy stuff. It's just like, okay, here's some plot. We're just gonna shoot this out real quick, and we're gonna get to the slow character building parts. And I think that's probably why I like this movie is because of that, mm-hmm. where it's like the plot. They just shoot through it real quick, mm-hmm. move along the, the plot lines where people are in their lives, and then go. They to, jump, 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 jump. Yeah, and then go to like the character building parts. Yeah, I think you're right. I, it was a little weird to get used to. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's just it's just interesting. So, next scene. Ladybird um needs she needs to look good on paper in order to get into these good colleges. She's right. talking to her counselors constantly. She needs to look good grade-wise. Like the counselors like your SATs look great. It's just all your other grades look terrible, including math. She's the worst at math. So, uh she hangs out with Danny a little more. That's relatable. Yeah, big, yeah. <laughs> big time for me. And actually like I wanted to bring that up. When I say it's relatable, it's like when I was in high school, I was kind of a slacker. I didn't take anything seriously. And then I got into drama. And then, you know, like I, I, a lot of what Lady Bird is going through here, I feel like I went through as well. And it's 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 weird. It's weird watching this movie and going like, oh, man, I can like I, I, I recognize this. Like I recognize this scene. Like, uh, for instance, there's a scene later on where they uh, they end up doing like their show, their big production. And then they go to a diner uh, for like the after party. That is so real. Yeah, yeah. That is the realest thing. If if you've ever been in trauma, people listening, you do your big performance, and then right afterwards, you go to like an IHOP, and you stay there because IHOP is open super late, and you can order whatever you fucking want, and you just hang out there, and you make a humongous racket, and then you leave at like three in the morning because you can. And it's like, that is just the realest feeling. Like, yeah. It, I don't know. It hit close to home, and it was really cool. So anyway, next scene. Danny and Lady Bird are a thing now. They're like dating 
and she says, you know, she's like, uh, uh, Danny's like, you know, do you want to go home? Do you want to leave? And she's like, I don't want to go home because my mother's really hard on me. Like, I know she loves me. And I'm like, oh, man, that's a real feeling, too. Like, that that feels really, re- like, you know, real, too. So they're lying on the ground and they're looking at each other. And Lady Bird at- says to Danny, like, you know, you can touch my boobs if you want. And Danny's like, I wouldn't want to touch your boobs because I respect you too much. And Lady Bird's like, if you had boobs, I wouldn't touch them either because I respect you a lot, too. And then they say that they love each other. And then they have a little star in the sky and they name it Bruce because it's their star. Mm. And it's like, man, that feels real. It feels really <laughs> that real. That sounds like some lame high schooler stuff. Yeah, but we were all lame high schoolers Yeah, we all were at one point. It doesn't feel like an adult writing kids. No, it doesn't. That's what I love about it, man. It feels yeah. like kids. Or what if we're too old? I mean, yeah, kids probably don't talk this way. Well, um, that's why it's set their in 2002. Their faces are all on their phones. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's set in 2002. <laughs> Clickbait me, clickbait me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so. you see a sick YouTube video. <laughs> Paul um, Logan's at it again. <laughs> Check it out. You found out a dead body. Whoa. Whoa. You want to make dead out? Bodies are so cool. <laughs> I, res- I respect though, your body, though. I wouldn't touch your dead body. <laughs> if you were dead, I wouldn't touch you. <laughs> I respect you too much. Uh, so, you want to name a dead body? <laughs> That's basically just stand by me. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It all comes around. It's all circular. That's right. Man. That's right. It is. Uh, so next scene, Lady Bird, is, she sneaks into an open classroom. It's her teacher's classroom, uh-huh. and she takes the grading binder, throws it away. Dang. Because she wants to get a better grade. So next scene. Um, oh, by the way, I love the music in this movie. Yeah, the music I don't remember very much. Oh, okay. I, it was I, fine. Like I remember liking it, but I remember not like it not standing out too much. I'd be mm. like, oh, this is a good song, I guess. But I'm pretty sure it was done by the same guy who did the music for Punch Drunk Love, and I really like the music in that too. Um, so anyway, next next thing, just wanted to mention that I have it in my notes here that says, "Hey, you really like the music? You should mention that." <laughs> remember, the show. you like the music. <laughs> um, next scene, they're at a thrift store. They're getting clothes for Danny's Thanksgiving, and her. Um, it's Lady Bird and her mom, and they sort of get into a mini argument, but it feels very real. And then they end up getting dressed. Next scene. The math teacher um, is talking to the class, and he's like, look, somebody stole my binder. So here's what we're going to do. I have a pretty good idea of what your grade is. You come up to me and tell me what you think your grade is. Oh. And this is the honor system, basically. Oh, man. So Julie comes up, and she's like, I think I have an A-. minus." And the teacher's like, I think you have an A. And she goes, I'm pretty sure I have an A minus. And he goes, no, no, you definitely have an A. So then Julie goes away. And then Lady Bird comes up and she's like, I have a B. And the teacher's like, I'm pretty sure you have a C. And Lady Bird's like, no, no, I know I have a B. I, I was really good on my last quiz and it got my average up to a B. And he goes, okay, it's your honor. You have a B. And puts it down. Mm. So, scene. Next scene, Danny comes by. He's super nice. Everyone's super nice to him. He picks up Lady Bird and um, they go to his thanksgiving and lady bird's super cool with everybody and everyone loves lady bird and it's really cool and then after that they uh do drugs or something like i think they smoke weed okay and and then they go to like a little like coffee bar and they see a band and in the band is that guy that she's eventually going to fall in love with um kyle oh he's in the band okay and so at this thing we have lady bird danny lady bird's fall in love with kyle but you know She's in a relationship with Danny, so she doesn't really do anything. We also have Julie, and they all see the math teacher there. And the math teacher is there, but 
Julie me- uh, mentions, "Hey, our math teacher's there, but he is he doesn't he's not here with anybody. Like, is he married?" So there's a little interest there. Mm. So then they go back home and they're still kind of high and they're back home and Lady Bird's mom comes out and she's like, hey, we really missed you. And she says it in like a really like meaningful, sad way. Mm-hmm. But Lady Bird doesn't take it seriously because she's high. And then uh, she hangs out with Shelly, Miguel's girlfriend. And Shelly's like, look, I really respect your mom. You know, it was really cool of her to take me in, you know, when my parents got all um, scared because, you know, I was having premarital sex with, you know, Miguel. And Lady Bird doesn't see it. Lady Bird's like, you know, my mom's like not cool at all. You know, mm-hmm. next scene. Okay. Um, they have a big show. So it's a very realistic theater production. Not like the previous things we've seen with like the Bratz movie oh, yeah, or no, Teenage Drama Queen. No, it's like everything feel, it feels pretty real, like, except for the quality of the acting of the people on stage. Other than that, it feels really oh, realistic. Man. So it's after the show. Uh, you want quality actors to act bad? <laughs> it's pretty hard. Yeah. Well, like everyone's singing, and I'm like, oh my god, everyone here is like a really good singer. Like that's not real. <clears throat> so yeah. uh, after the show, Julie goes up to the math teacher and sees not only is the math teacher married, he has a wife that's pregnant. Mm. So I'm sure this is going to come into play later. Mm, nope. Oh my god. I don't mm. think the math teacher, unless the math teacher appears at one point. Like that's the thing is I didn't I didn't. See you don't know who this guy is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then Julie's really sad, kind of heartbroken by the fact that the math teacher is married and has um, somebody. And so she sits next to the drama teacher, and the drama teacher is just looking off in the middle space, and he's just like, they didn't understand it. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Oh, my God, you're such a crazy person. Next scene, very realistic. After party at the diner. Feel like that's true. Then everyone is in the bathroom. It's uh, at the bathroom at the diner. It's uh, Lady Bird and Julie. They're waiting in line to go to the bathroom. But the line is incredibly long. So Lady Bird's like, there's never a line in the men's restroom. Let's just go to the men's restroom and pee in there. So they barge in the men's restroom. They open up a stall. And she sees Danny making out with a guy in there. So hmm. the reason Danny didn't want to touch her boobs because he was gay. Oh, and hmm. yeah, so, interesting. Yeah, so she understandably feels incredibly heartbroken. Yeah, and there's a really great scene where they, where Lady Bird and Julie are lying in a car together and singing and crying, and it's like that's very real feeling. <laughs> so now we jump. We do that jump thing. Christmas flies by. Um, New Year's flies by, and during all this time. Uh, her dad, Lady Bird's dad, has secretly filled out financial aid forms for Lady Bird so that she can hopefully get financial aid and go to uh, college uh, somewhere else. <laughs> Next scene, Lady Bird is working at a coffee shop. She sees the cool band guy, Kyle, mm-hmm. and she talks to him, and he's just too cool for school. Also, have you seen It Follows? Yeah. The guy from It Follows is in this movie. Oh. He's Jenna's uh, boyfriend. Oh. Oh, okay. He's the, he's the guy that uh, ends up getting killed by his mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty crazy. He's just apparently doomed to play a teenage forever guy. Teenage forever guy. You know, that's how it happens. You know, his character task type, teenage forever guy. I need a teenage forever guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Next scene, Lady Bird uh, wants to get in cool with Jenna because Jenna knows Kyle. So she is changing right in front of her friend Julie's very eyes. So, like, Julie's like, you know, you know, you're changing, Lady Bird. You're, you're, you know, you're not, you're not friends with Jenna, and but Jenna, or, but Lady Bird wants to be cool with Jenna because all that stuff. So that happens. Um, oh man, there's this one scene. So 
drama teacher's gone. He's no longer teaching drama. Uh-huh. He's not at the school anymore. And so they've replaced the drama teacher with a football coach. And uh, the football coach is blocking the play like he would block a football uh, okay. thing. That was great. Next scene. Jenna and Lady Bird um, set up uh, something on one of the nun's cars. It says married for Jesus because Lady Bird wants to press Jenna. Next scene. They <laughs> hang... I don't know. Next scene, they hang out in a parking lot with Kyle. That's called the Deuce. They call it the Deuce for some reason. Ah, uh, it's a good show. <laughs> it's a show, isn't it? I don't know. Next scene. So, <laughs> <laughs> Lady Bird trying to act cool in front of Kyle. Kyle's really weird. He's like a conspiracy theorist, and he's like, "Oh man, you know, the government's gonna track us and shit." And she's like, "What the fuck?" Next scene. Danny uh, goes to where Lady Bird works at the coffee shop. I'm like, "Oh boy, this is gonna be awkward." But Danny admits that he's gay and he's ashamed of it, and he's like, "I'm so upset, and I I don't know how I'm gonna tell my my parents." And he's crying, and Lady Bird immediately drops being angry at him and just hugs him and embraces him, and he, she's like, "It's okay, everything's gonna be okay." Next scene, Lady Bird's mom is talking to the drama teacher, and the drama teacher needs a support system. That's why I'm like, fuck, something's going to happen to him, but I guess not. Next scene, Lady Bird uh, has gotten into Davis, the college, but that's not good enough for her because it's still in California and it's too close to where she works or lives, and she wanted to get into Berkeley, and she's like, obviously, I would probably get into Berkeley. I mean, you know, um, Miguel got into Berkeley, and basically she's insinuating it's because he's a minority or like a Mexican, and everyone's angry at each other and yelling. That's the end of my half. I saw that part. And he's and she leaves and says, "You guys will never get jobs without shit in your face." And then walks out. There you go. And I'm like, "Damn, what the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> anyway, she's had a party now. Did her living room kind of look like the living room in a plain dynamite a little bit? <sighs> They're living. They're, the set dressing was too real in this movie. I know it really was. I was like, man, this is that old ass computer. Oh, dude. Oh man, man that old computer. The the dad sitting out there using the computer, just clicking <laughs> yeah, on it. The computer playing fucking solitaire. The computer in the living room, yeah. like it's not in its own room, nope. or like somebody doesn't have a laptop. Yep. Yeah, it all felt very real. Anyway, yeah. so very good, good stuff. Very, very good. Uh, so she's at a party. Okay. Um, where she can drink, and this this she's like sees this guy out there by the pool, and I'm like, who's that guy? And it's like, oh, she must like that guy. So mm. she hangs out by him, pulls out a cigarette, and he pulls out a cigarette. Ooh. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's got cool hair and stuff. I guess he's cool. And then he looks at her cigarettes like, I don't like inhaling that stuff. She's like, what? what you have cigarettes too? She's like, minor hand rolled. You know that stuff that gives you fiberglass? I'm like, fuck this guy. Who is this guy? Fuck this guy. It's the, uh, it's the second guy. It's the same guy. Of course yeah. He is, yeah. Kyle. Yeah. He's like, yeah, man. He's a piece of shit. <clears throat> I don't like money. You know, that's, that's, I'm given, I try to not spend as much as I can. You know, I, I want to live by bartering the bartering system. He's one of those, like, it's funny because those guys existed in high school. Yes. So much. And imagine, imagine how it must feel for Ladybird to be fucking scratching and her family to be scratching for money and a way to live and to talk to this asshole who can afford oh, yeah. anything he fucking wants. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm trying not to use as much money. I don't like money. Yeah, money yeah. isn't important. It's like, fucking, it is important. We're dying here. Yeah. Well, it's that and like, that and the fact that it's, it's you know, I think it's a, a, a common thing to be like attracted to someone who's like, oh man, this person's really smart or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like, in the end, it's like, no, they're kind of just an asshole and selfish. And they only do it to be like kind of self serving and yeah. promote an image that they want to give. Absolutely. And find themselves. So, just something very common in high school. And uh, it's just exhausting to talk about that. Sort of <sighs> when like someone like that who's just so politically minded is just like, Chill the fuck it's out like for like a minute. Political, but without any actual like depth or like yeah, you know, knowledge or just wisdom. Kind of like, 
like, oh man, the mainstream is bad sort mm. of thing. I watched I watched Zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it that is. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um uh, so she's like, Wow, cool, I'm gonna make out with you. And so they go up to a room and um for a second for like upstairs in the party house and they're like and she's like, I don't wanna have sex yet. I haven't had sex with the other person. She's like, Oh me either and she's like, Wow, a tanning bed. Someone will find this hilarious. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> Actually, that's funny. Earlier on, they were making, not making fun of, they were like, oh, Jenna, she's so, like, hot. Her skin is so nice. And then uh, uh, Lady Bird and Julia are like, we should tan just like her. That's what they're referencing. I wonder if it's her her house. I bet it's her house, and Uh, she has a tanning bed. That's funny. Oh, yeah, he says, Julia will love this. Um, I didn't know who Julia was. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So I guess they don't have sex. So um, um, let's see. So she's there with her mom. And she's like, hey, mom, when's a normal time to have sex? She's like, are you having sex? She's like, no. But, you know, uh, is it normal? Like, what's a good time? She's like, in college, use protection. <laughs> and there's a very real question about like, hey, is uh, is dad depressed? Like, he has a bunch of pills and stuff. She's like, yes. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, dad's depressed because he doesn't have money or success or anything. He's like, well, this is like, you don't need money to have success. He's like, yes, but your dad doesn't have either right now at the moment. So... See, He's she's fucking issues. taking that dumb shit from that boy. Yeah. But it's like, man, look at people. Look at people who don't have money. They're not happy. Yeah. They're not any better. Yep. 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 So she says uh, she's hanging out with her with her new friend, I guess. Uh, what's her Jenna. Name? Jenna. And she's, she's a cool girl. Yeah. And they're hanging out in the pool. And they're like, she's Jelly Boy's like, I gotta get out, out of here. I gotta get out of Sacramento. Jenna's like, no, it's great here. I love it here. I want to live here forever. And, um, um, then she goes out and they find that, uh, uh, Julie has been missing calculus, AP calculus, and doesn't want to go anymore. And they get in an argument about that. And apparently there's like some tension between the two. Why uh, is she missing out on calculus? She doesn't want to hang out with Lady Bird anymore, basically. Oh. Sort of thing. She's like, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to get into a good college anyway. Huh. Um, she's like, well, I want you there. And she's like, it doesn't matter. So, um... Then cut to the scene where some lady's talking about how she didn't get an abortion. She's that that story where it's like, you know, this mom somewhere, you know, she was about ready to get an abortion, but then she had a second heart and changed her mind. And you know who that mom was? And everyone says, it's her. No. Everyone (laughs) says, it's you out there. It's you. You didn't get it. She's like, no, it was my mom. And everyone's like, whoa. Well, some people are like, whoa, and then Lady Bird just like mentions under her breath, like, just because something looks, or she's passing on like these little fetus, like, things about what fetuses look like, mm. and it's like, just because something's ugly doesn't mean it's morally wrong, and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, if if your mom had the abortion, we wouldn't have to sit through this boring ass thing. Love it! I love it! Uh, <laughs> that's so mean! Well, yeah, it's a shitty fucking like assembly at a school. I don't want to see that either. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Fair enough. That's worth a person's life. <laughs> oh, that's. But so then great. she got suspended, and her mom got sus- mad because she got suspended. Of course, and she's like, you know, I know you don't want to go to college school, but you have to go because your brother saw someone get stabbed at one of the public ones. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's true. And Larry knows you don't like it, so he feels bad. He has to drop you off so far away from school. Mm-hmm. And she's, he's like, you see his dad on the computer just turn around and be like, hey, I'm just playing free cell. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, it just, that doesn't matter. It's okay. And he's like, no, you should talk about your feelings, Stan. Whatever his name, Larry. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and uh, 
He says, we always give you everything you want and it's never enough for you. You know how much it costs to raise you? And then she's like, give me a number. Give me a number and I'll pay it back. I'll get a job in college and I'll pay you back every penny that it costs to raise me. And, and her mom just looks at her and says, I don't think you'll make a job good enough to make that money. Oh. I'm like, damn, that's fucking hard as shit. What is this? <laughs> this is real life, bro. I know, but like, I don't know, that's like real, real tough love. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it's like, like, that's what happens when like your parent like was a you know person like that, you know? That's true. You, you believe in tough love and you don't take shit. It's true. Yeah. I'm sure, it's true. But your daughters are romantic, so that's tough. It is tough. Um, so uh, Jen calls her and is like, I'm outside. I'm coming to your house. She's like, wait, what? She just says, uh, she starts freaking out and being like, what? And uh, apparently she, uh, she gave Jenna the wrong, the wrong house. house. So That's she went right. to some old lady's house and scared him. And she's like, oh, so this is your real house. She's like, why'd you lie about living here? She's like, I don't know. It's not where I want to live. And she's like, that's really weird. I don't understand why you'd ever lie about living here. It's almost like people don't really care as much as she cares mm. about wealth sort of thing. Where it's like... Well, I don't think they understand. Like, Jenna owns a car and she's clearly have she clearly has money. Yeah. I don't think Jenna understands what it's like to be, you know, embarrassed about where you live, you know? Totally. But also it's one of those things where it's like, you shouldn't be embarrassed sort of thing. Like, people don't really care that much. I don't know. Maybe. I, I, I mean, I, I, that's what I got from it. Like, yes... You are poor, but yes, it doesn't really matter. Rich people don't care that much. Yeah, I guess so. But like, I think Lady Bird is the. I don't know. I think Lady Bird. Lady Bird probably cares totally. But yeah. like, I understand why she did it. But then I think the fact that Jenna's just kind of like, oh, that's weird. Why would you lie about that sort of thing? Like, mm, that's the show. Like, people wouldn't care. Either. Yeah, it's oh, okay. a show people don't really care. Mm. Um, but she cares. Well, you know, Lady Bird probably cares because she's being told that she looks like trash by her fucking mom. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Totally. Yeah. Um. And she's like, are we still cool? She's like, well, if you're still Kyle's girlfriend, then I guess we're, I'll see you around. <laughs> Even though you're a liar. Yep. And um, so now she goes and tries to have sex with Kyle. Okay. And uh, he puts it in. Or she says, like, I think I'm ready to have sex. He's like, all right. He puts it in. And she goes, oh. She's like, feels okay? Yeah. And then they go for, like, a little bit. And he just goes, oh, I'm done. Oh. And he And she's like, and he's like, she's like, that's it? And then she's like, hey, you got something on your nose. And she starts having a nosebleed. Because like, she was so stressed out, probably. Probably, and then it's like, oh, that's a good first time, I guess. Good first time as any. That's a pretty, I mean, you know, from what I've heard from other people, it's a pretty good first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, then they're cuddling afterward, and Labor says, like, we're no, it gets really, like, kind of weird and clingy. It says, like, we're no longer virgins. We deflowered each other. We have each other's flower. And he's like, oh, whoa, that's kind of weird. And uh, he's like, also, I'm not a virgin. And he's like, wait, you said you were earlier. Oh, okay. Th that's terrible. How do you last that long and you're not a... <laughs> I know, exactly. Oh, boy. Uh, he's like, no, I lost my virginity like years ago, like six different people or something. He's lying. Maybe. And he says, he's just like, what? Well, how do you know you don't even know what tracks? Like, you don't keep a list? He's, he's like, no, why don't I keep a list? He's like, we're in high school. You keep a list. <laughs> not that old. Um. And he's like, doesn't it matter? Are you aware, even aware how many civilians we've killed since the last invasion of Iraq? And I'm like, F she's like, not everything is that sad has to be worth crying over. <laughs> I'm like, that's very true. I've always, I used to be that person where I was like, you know, there's something worse going on in your life than like what your life is right now. I totally did that in high school. I always said that thing. I still kind of do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
sometimes it's it's good for me to put my life in perspective, but it does not help when you're doing it to someone else. No, well, it's like because you don't know what they're going through. No, you, you don't know, know what they feel like. You don't know what's going through. No. Just because it's like, yeah, someone probably is having a worse day. That doesn't really help because I'm having my worst day right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. helps me though when mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a, I had a pretty bad day, but. At least I, mean, I, at least I, I didn't have a get place. murdered. Yeah. yeah. At least I have a roof over my head and aren't yeah. sleeping in a bunch of trash. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so then she's like, are we still going to prom together? And he's like, I guess. So um, Lady Bird gets picked up by her mom. She starts crying. She says, want to go fig- do our favorite Sunday activity. And they go to open houses. Aww. And I'm like, who is Miguel? And then... Um, <laughs> Lady Her Bird, brother. Yeah. And Lady Bird receives a bunch of mail from universities and failed to get into most of them, except for one. Sure, she's waitlisted for New York. <gasps> That's great. Good for oh her. Oh, my God. I actually feel good for her. <laughs> <laughs> so now her dad is um, trying to get a... Oh, this is so sad. Oh, no. Her dad's trying to get a job as a programmer. Mm. But the job guy is kind of like, hey, got you there, the interviewer. And her, her dad's he's like, you know, all the programmers these days we're hiring are like like babies now. Like, they're like little kids, like straight from the womb sort of thing. He's like, yeah, and I, I think that my experience will be a bit different than what theirs is, you know, and I think I'll bring a lot of um, different skill sets from older times to bring to this job. And um, he's like, ah, oh, cool. So what happens now? And then it just cuts, and then he's walking down the stairs, and Lady Bird's like, how'd it go? And he's like, let's go celebrate you getting on the wait list by getting a big bag of Doritos and not telling mom about it or the wait list. And then... This guy appears, and I'm like, who is that? And he goes, oh, hey, son. And I was like, who's son? Oh, that looks kind of like Miguel, but he doesn't have much of shit in his face. Oh, it's Miguel. <laughs> Miguel what? Miguel's applying for the same job. Oh, the same programming job? Yep. Oh, my God. So he's like, well, good luck, son. And then walks away. Oh, my God. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> sad. Shit. Sad as fuck. Oh no! That's like the biggest fear ever. I know, right? Oh god, uh, yep. I'm so scared. Uh, yep. <laughs> That's gonna be us in twenty years. Yep, twenty. Yeah, We're gonna be what forty eight. Yeah, it's man, not that old. So old. <laughs> not that. I don't want to live to forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> live fast, die young, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Living fast, doing podcasts. That's what I say. <laughs> Okay, guys, we need to make this a shirt. <laughs> first, uh, first shirt for the other half. Live fast. What is Doing it? podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the greatest thing ever. Trademarked here. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. Anyways, uh, what happened next? So uh, she's hanging out with a nun. And uh-huh. the nun is like, I'm not going to punish you about the married thing that you put on our car. I think it's pretty funny. Oh, me, yeah. me, and my, me and my sister laughed about it for ages. And um, she's like, well, I went over your, like, writing stuff, and, you know, it shows that you really love Sacramento. Mm. And she says, what? I don't, what? What are you talking about? She's like, no, you, the way you write about it with such attention to detail and everything and all this stuff. And Lady Bird's like, oh, I don't love it. I think I just pay attention. And then the nun says, isn't that the same thing, love and attention? Mm. And I'm like, damn, that's some good shit. <laughs> damn, that's some good shit. Chopped mm. out truth bomb. Um, so then they're prom dress shopping, and Ladybird's picking out a prom dress with her mom, and she loves it. But then her mom's like, isn't that too pink? And she says, Mom, will you ever like me? And she's like, I love you. And she's like, no, I want to know if you'll ever like me. And her mom says, I want you to be the very best person you can be, the best version of yourself that you can be. And then Ladybird says, what if this is my best version? Damn. 
prom time. <laughs> Yay! Prom time. She's all dressed up in a pink dress that she bought anyway. Mm-hmm. And some dude, the dude Kyle, honks his horn to get Lady Bird. Dad says, you're not going to go get in a car with a guy that honks for you, are you? And she's like, yeah, I am, Dad. And he's like, all right, be back soon. Be back safe. Mm-hmm. And so she goes out with the guys, and they're driving, and... Kyle gets a call, answers, and is like, hey, let's ditch Wait, prom. wait, wait, wait. Kyle gets a call on his cell phone? Yeah. Ha! <laughs> he was just talking about how bad cell phones were in an earlier scene. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, oh, if you own a cell phone, you're being tracked by the government, bro. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's funny. Anyway, yeah. so. And he says, um, which is another thing to kind of like show that he's kind of a fake loser. Yeah, exactly. Anything. And then he's like, hey, let's ditch prom and go to Mike's instead. Everyone cool with that? Everyone's like, yeah. And Mike Bird's pretty like, cool. Yeah. I hear he gives pretty good parties. Yeah, he's a very sucks. popular. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a popular, fun guy. Lame. I never, I had his parties are always kind of like lame. Where it's one of those parties where you're going to sit there and like act comfortable, but you're really just kind of trying to figure out when the best time to leave is. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> no, nah, not this. Nope. Not at all. Not one bit. <laughs> You must be mistaken. <laughs> I must be. There's a lot of Ikes out there. You must, you must be mistaken with Ike. Oh, yeah. Ike does do really cool I, parties. Really cool. I like Ike's yeah. parties. <laughs> you know, it's really cool, though, is when they get together and they have a Mike and Ike party. Uh, it's a little tangy for me. Ah. Uh, a little gummy. A little gummy. Yeah, a little too sticky for me. You know what I'm saying? Sticky situations. Very, are right. It's very messy. Yeah. <laughs> a little too sweet. Um. So some song comes on and, mm-hmm. and it reminds her of something. I think it's and she's like, he's like, oh, I hate this song. She's like, I really like this song. You know what? I want to go to prom. Damn! Drop me off at Julie, my friend Julie's house. She's like, okay. And they drop her off. I know where Julie lives. And she comes somehow. In, well, I mean, she probably tells me. Oh, okay. And then uh, they go to Julie's house and I'm like, who's Julie? Oh, she's that lady she was arguing with earlier. Mm. And she's my best friend. Yeah. And um. She sits down, Julie starts crying, and she says, like, why are you crying? She's like, nothing's wrong. She's like, some people just aren't built happy. And I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of sad. Christ. And then they uh it's weird though because like it's the way it treats kind of like sadness in this movie, it doesn't feel like overbearing. It kind of just feels like that's a part of life sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, people have these ups and downs, people face depression and sometimes, but it doesn't it's like, yeah, this is a problem to do with, but you don't ever feel like like in some movies it makes me feel uncomfortable. But this one, it kind of just makes me feel like that's a part of life. Like, that's just something that happens, and it feels very real. You don't know the drama teacher. Drama teachers was overbearing and real and deep, and I don't know what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Drama teacher is out of here. Yeah. A lot of drama going on. So then they hang out and eat a bunch of cheese, and then they're like, "Let's <laughs> let's go to let's go to prom anyway." Yeah, with all this cheese. Yeah, and she's like, "All right, let's go to dress." And Julie's like, "I got a dress, perfect, ready to go." So they go and they dance, and they smell like cheese, and they smell like cheese. They hang out and have a good time there, and uh, then they dr- walk away and they go hang out afterwards. And they talk about and she talks about uh, Lady Bird's first time having sex. She's like, "I didn't really like it that much. I kind of like dry humping more." <laughs> and um, then Julie gets sad. She's like, "I'm not going to be here all summer." So we won't see each other for very long because uh, my real dad came back and wants me to go hang out with him far away. Mm-hmm. And fast forward and cuts. She graduates from high school and Miguel gets a job. Yeah. Um, got that job. And she's like, and he's like, oh, you can have my old job during the summer until you move. She's like, okay. And then um, move. And then someone comes, the waiter comes by. He's like, hey, how's, your, how's that wait list go? And, um, her mom's like, wait list? What wait list? <gasps> oh, no. And dad's like, oh, no. He looks in the camera. Whoa. 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 I should have told my wife. <laughs> and her mom is 
pissed. She does not want her to move to New York. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even know she'll get in. And gives a silent treat. And Lady Bird is begging for her mom to talk. And then she's just not responding. She's like, I'm sorry, mom. I lied to you and all this stuff. And her mom just didn't say anything. And she gets a job and gets her driver's license. And her dad, and this is a, this is a really nice scene. Okay. It's Thank you for warning me. Warning me. I know this is a really, base yourself. It's a nice scene. Okay. Okay. Um, writing, her writing. dad brings in a candle. Okay. While she's in bed. All right. With a cupcake. It's says, it. happy 18th birthday. And sits down. And it's just like, um, it's a really sweet, tender moment of just like, a realistic like you're you know i know you mom fighting because you held this back she's like you're getting the divorce and he's just like no we're not gonna get a divorce over that (laughs) we can't (laughs) we can't afford it (laughs) and then she punches him and i'm like that's that's a great dad joke that's top tier like man i'm gonna i'm gonna be that man i never felt like there was any kind of like hatred or resentment between the mom and the dad ever no because they they have a lot of moments together where it's just like obviously like they're going through troubles, but it's like they clearly love each other deeply. Yeah, it's yeah. true. And the dad just seems like such like he's definitely non confrontational for sure. Oh, absolutely. But that's kind of what they need in that sort of two confrontational people who mm-hmm. you know at each other. And he's just always like, "Hey, I'm gonna make you a nice little cupcake. I'm gonna make you a bed. cupcake." She's like, "It's my 18th birthday. I'm gonna buy cigarettes, porn, and a scratcher." And she can't buy cigarettes at 18. This is back in 2002. Oh, wait, you could. You can't drink at 18. You can smoke at 18. Yes. Back into Now you can't because it's 21 now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Have I been buying cigarettes for all those All those kids. Oh, no. I wonder why you give me such a good deal. <laughs> Watch out for those 20-year-olds. They're tricky, tricky. I know. They look like 21-year-olds. They're like, we don't want you to buy liquor, sir. Just cigarettes. You're like, you look way old. Sorry, you don't have any money. That's weird. <laughs> Why you give me this money? I don't understand. Why don't you just buy them yourself? Yeah, just buy cigarettes. <laughs> These kids really tricked you in this a weird is a way. Weird, yeah. This is a weird gambit they're running. I know. Uh, anyway, so yeah, she announces to the, the clerk. It's like oh, it's my 18th birthday. That's why I'm buying all these things. She's like, he's like, cool, happy birthday. And that's it. Um, and then she gets accepted in New York, and her dad is like, she gets accepted. She gets accepted. Good she goes her. to the place in New York, and her dad is. This is the part where I'm kind of like, hmm. Uh, her dad is like talking to a financial advisor. It's like, well, what about scholarships if we refinance the house? I'm like, who, 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 <laughs> who, who refinances their house to get their kid to college, man? Get that girl some student loans. Cause like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Like that's what everyone else does. Drown in student loans the rest of your life. That's true. <laughs> don't refinance your house. You'll be drowning in loans the rest of your life. <laughs> have a job yet but what she, are you doing he just believes in her like that's the thing he believes she's gonna her. believe in her to pay in the house back i guess that's you gotta true. wait like four years for that yeah student loans at is a least good point. <laughs> i thought that was kind of crazy yeah. but i guess it's too you know what mm. the housing bubble hadn't happened yet that's right that's totally what it is it's so he got screwed later <laughs> that was a bad decision I actually you know what? he did away before the bubble got big so he might have came out okay i don't know might have came out okay all right um, so she goes off and her mom uh, drives her to the airport with her dad uh-huh. and, uh, her mom doesn't like it. Won't say anything. Doesn't right. even come to security to see her goodbye. Sits in the car and just oh, drives man, off. Oh man, went to the airport after 2001. I know. Too. That's why she said, I applied to college <laughs> in New York because I feel the tuitions be down because 9-11. There is a part too where like, she's like, I want to go to college in New York. And someone says, really? With all those terrorists? <laughs> To be fair, that was the, the this, that the, was the atmosphere. That was the that atmosphere time. around People there. People were attacking Sikhs because they thought that they were <laughs> terrorists. So. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
So, um, yeah, so she doesn't go. Her dad just walks through security, and this is a, a good scene where her mom, I always say that. <laughs> now, is, there's, you've, you've, you've prefaced I every say, scene. This I, is a good scene. Get ready for this <laughs> one, guys. Get your, get your Oscar noms ready. Get your Oscar noms ready, guys, because Lady Bird is coming for them. <laughs> And her, but her mom's not coming for her because she's driving out of the airport <laughs> and leaving. So and what happens? She's, she's looping around. She's like, it costs too much for parking. So she drives off. Mm-hmm. And while she's driving off, she looks all the like, cars leaving. And she just starts crying. And she starts turning around and driving back and gets to the, the parking station and runs out of the car and runs into the terminal and runs to her husband because Lady Bird's already gone. I love it. And, I love it. And, um, of course... And then she gets hit by a car, and they never no, see her. And her husband just says, you know, hugs her and says, it's okay, she'll be back, she'll be back. Mm. I'm like, damn, that's sad. Yeah. Boom, she's in New York. Um, she reads all these weird letters that were sent to her, I guess. Weird letters. It says, Dear Lady Bird on it. And apparently they're all from her mom. Her dad gave them to her, and she's like, hey, don't tell your mom about this, but I gave her all these letters that she wrote to you. No, oh, when? But was too mad to talk to you about them. I oh. think it was the time when she was giving the silent treatment. I think. Oh, okay. Um, Are they cute? I didn't read any of them. She didn't read any of them. just saw that they existed, so that's oh. cute. Okay. Um, and then she's at some party. She meets some guy. And she's drinking a lot, and she just starts making some shit up about herself. She's like, Bleh. she's like, hey, do you believe in God? And he's like, no. And she's like, why not? And she's like, because it's ridiculous. And then she says, people won't believe in God, but they will go by whatever name their parents gave them. She's like, well, what's your name? And he's, she's like, Jennifer. And he's like, uh, okay, Jennifer, where are you from? She's like, Sacramento. And he's like, what? San Francisco. Oh, yeah, San Francisco's cool. That's funny. And she just starts making this stuff up about her. Mm-hmm. And then she gets wasted, and then she hangs out with him. She's looking at all her records like, these music sucks. Your music takes sucks. It's all the greatest hits. And she's like, yeah, they're the greatest hits. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fair. Yeah. And then uh, she just drinks some more, and then she they start making out, and then she just turns around throws up. Not not on him, but like you know near him. him. And then she blacks out and ends up in the hospital because she drank too much. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I th- man, I thought this movie was gonna end with her like going you know off to college, and that's also very realistic because like <laughs> like they never show that in movies. People always get wasted and they're like, "Oh man, what a bad hangover!" Mm. But they never go to a hospital, no. which happens a, like a lot. <laughs> like people going to the hospital. Do you know people that have gone through this? I think I know one person who got. Yes, I think I know one person who's gotten yeah. alcohol poisoning and had to go to the hospital. Were they okay? Yeah, they were fine. Yeah? But, like, it got bad. <laughs> it got bad. Um, Jesus. I don't think she really drank too much, too, when she was, like, in the first half of the movie. No, I don't think so. So, yeah, so probably just, I mean, like... It's in a different place. She's got to probably feel weird. Mm. So she wakes up to the hospital and immediately goes, uh, asks what day it is to some guy. And he's like, it's Sunday. And she goes to the church for and listens to the choir for a second. And um, then goes and calls her parents, and she says, "Hi, hi, parents." Use the answering machine message. This is more for your mom. This is more for mom, not for dad. Mm-hmm. She says, "This is Christine, the name you gave me. I actually really like it." Aww. Mom, did you feel emotional the first time we drove to, drove uh, first time you drove through Sacramento? Because I did when I did when I first finally started to drive and drove around there. All those parts I've always known. You know, I realized that. I do have a connection here. She says, I love you, and thank you for everything you've done. Mm. And then the movie ends. Mm. 
And that's the end. And of the then movie. the movie ended, and all the women got up, and they all apologized to their moms, and then they posted about it on social media, and it was a whole thing. Did they? Yeah, that was a big thing. Oh, I didn't and notice then, that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe it's because they just know people that liked it. But yeah, like there was everyone saying, "I apologize to my mom right after I watched this movie. It's all this stuff." Ah, huh? Moms try so hard, and it's like, yeah, some do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some are all right. Some aren't the best people in the world, but you some know, are terrible. Some are bad people. There are bad people out there that have children. Sorry, guys. It does take so while though when, when you're child to really understand like oh absolutely that's the thing is what i like about this movie it's less about like um, i mean this movie is about like a mother and a a daughter but like i think this could be easily just you know you know a daughter and like a father yeah totally like it it, it's just about any parent you have a challenge with because like she obviously got along with her dad yeah absolutely um you know not in a different way you know it's a different sort of relationship like i related to this movie in, in the respect of like this is what it was definitely like with like my dad like yeah. this is like very much like the relationship I had when I was growing up with my father, and it's like later on, it's like you appreciate all the stuff that they had to go through, you know, to keep you afloat and to keep you happy, and like not realize. I'm how... sure they weren't perfect, but you know. Yeah, exactly. But it's yeah, I I really enjoyed this film a lot. Yeah, I liked it too. I think that was the thing. It it, it transcended that what could have been like some quirky. Indie yeah. Film no. That, absolutely. Like. Yeah. Because when we you see the trailer for this, it just it doesn't do it justice. Really, it kind of makes it just look like. Um, like a, you like, like, like you said, like a mumblecore kind of film. Yeah, mumblecore. Which it film. isn't. Like it's well it's not written. Not at all. Not at all. Like I love the dialogue in this film. No I one's l- really like no one's quippy, and all the lines feel like very real. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I, I think it's funny how the marketing kind of changed. Like Lady Bird's in one movie. It's like 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they had to do that because the other trailer was just like not selling it to people. I think you're like, right. This lady, she looks kind of annoying. Like as soon as you get someone who changes her name, it's like, ugh, this sounds un, un- and it's like someone you can't stand. Sort right. Of thing. Well, it's like when you when like if someone who didn't like this movie was selling it to you, it's like, oh, some overdramatic girl in high school doesn't understand how life works, and basically we follow her the whole movie. And it's yeah. like that sounds like a horrible film and a terrible main character. Yeah. But like that's not what the movie is. No. It's like a girl who has dreams of greater things and wanting to get out of where she's living. Like, and you see her life and you see the people around her and you see her gain a deeper respect for people. Like Mm -hmm. that's the movie. And that's, I think that's what you go through as a teenager. At least that's what I went through as a teenager of like realizing like, Oh, like parents try really hard. And the people that you thought were cool are actually horrible pieces of shit. And you know, your friends are wonderful people that try really hard to deal with you. You know, I don't know. I, I really liked the movie a lot. And I I remember a lot of people saying, oh, I don't think it deserves 100% Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it's, it's really fucking good. Like, Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Rotten Tomatoes is one of those things where it's like, it's aggregated it's an, it's an based aggregator. on positive, negative. So everyone likes it at least a little bit. They might be like, it wasn't that great, but I still liked it. Yeah, yeah. And then it still gets to the positive, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, someone has problems. Yeah, I still liked it. Yeah, hundred percent. So oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, so I mean that's how the hundred percent works. It's right, not like right, 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 right. it got ten stars everywhere. Right, it's right. like no, it's it, like everyone people, liked it. Everyone liked it. Right, exactly. And you know, sure, it had flaws, but it was a very, it's a very likable movie. It's, like, I really enjoyed. That's the it. thing is, it does so many things that I expected. I expected when I walked in, I was like, oh man, this couldn't be like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's gonna make me feel uncomfortable. 
sort of thing. But like everything it dealt with is like it felt very sincere mm. and it wasn't there to like make you feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's kind of a weird thing to feel from one of those indie movies. Every time you go to one of those indie movies, it was like Daryl's like, let's try to make you feel like real weird about the scene and how awkward it is. Yeah. And it's, it's all like, about like cringe. Cringe and, and like kind of just like let's talk about awkward subjects and these people not liking a thing and all this stuff. And I don't know. It didn't feel that way at all. It felt no. it, it yeah. It felt very comfortable and like it felt like, oh man, this is something we all kind of went through. Even if maybe not to this extreme, but like you can at least be like, oh yeah, I know some people who probably did that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, movie good. Good movie. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than Darkest Hour. I think. What do you think? Yeah. 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 I like, I enjoyed myself yeah. more watching this movie than I did Darkest Hour. I think Darkest Hour might have been more interestingly shot, but definitely, definitely. I think this movie feels a bit more complete and uh, more sincere. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's you know, it's it's um, completely different types of movies, so it's hard to compare. I guess I can't really relate to being like, <laughs> you know, what? a prime minister in Britain Ta- during yeah, World War Two. No, it's kind of. But to I do can that. relate to being a teenager in two thousand. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Easy to do that. Yeah. So I mean, I guess that's you know that's working against the darkest hour, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, if you guys like this movie, uh, and if you uh, want to suggest future movies, you can get in touch with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. And if you want to listen to our previous episode, The Darkest Hour, or just Darkest Hour, there's no the, you can catch it on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And while you're there, leave a five-serena review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it is a negative review of this film. We'll um, read it. Why was she named, did she pick Lady Bird as a name? Why do you think? Because she watched King of the Hill. <laughs> she really liked the dog. She was like, that's a cute-ass dog. You know, that's the first thing I thought, too. <laughs> but did they ever reveal? No, there's no explanation for it. Oh. I know. And I know that Lady Bird the dog is named after... Wait a minute. That's funny. Hmm. Was Lady Bird... Lady Bird was the wife of a president. Do you remember who it was? Lady Bird was the Was wife. it Lady Bird Johnson? Lady Bird, the wife of the president. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I know. I because I know that the dog in King Lady of the Hills. Lady Bird Johnson. Is it Lady Bird Johnson? It's either John. It's like I know it's a a a a, a former a cons- first lady of the United States. Yeah, it was. Uh, it Johnson? Lyndon B. Johnson's wife. Right. Okay. That's funny. That's interesting. I can't imagine it being related to her. Notably but... well-educated woman of her era. Oh, maybe it is. Proved a capable manager and a shrewd investor. I don't, maybe it was. Maybe. I guess so. Uh. Yeah, because there's uh, she's constantly making fun of like conservatives and Republicans the whole film. So it'd be weird if she was named herself after the wife of a Republican. Wait, LBJ? No, LBJ was was a leftist, right? Uh, I'm trying to find his political thing. We should know. This. Oh God, I feel like a dummy. Oh no, my dad's gonna be angry at me for not knowing oh, who LBJ your is. He's gonna be mad. Oh your God, Brian gonna... Cranston played him. I think he was he's a lefty. Dem- yeah, he's Democrat. Yeah, he's a Democrat. Okay, so that makes sense. Why would, why would Hank Hill name himself name his dog after LBJ's wife? I like her. <laughs> anyway, this has been a long episode. Yeah, it has. Enjoy, watch this movie, and stay tuned for next week where we might be watching a movie that takes place in World War II, or maybe we won't. I don't know. We'll see. Good night, everybody. We're done here. <laughs> There's a girl and-
and she's in high school. She likes her name to be Lady Bird. 